0: Welcome to Engaging Culture, a podcast presented by Bridgeway Christian Church. I'm Brian Kiley. Today, Pastor Lance Hahn and I are joined by Josh Wiley, Vice President of Safety, Training and Quality at at Valara Building Systems, and Diane Pasqua, Bridgeway's Care and Compassion Support Specialist, for a conversation about how we can support small businesses in our community. Josh and Diane are part of a Bridgeway task force that is seeking to help small businesses through these challenging economic times, and they're going to share with us how Bridgeway is seeking to help small businesses in our community and how you can be part of that effort. All of that and more on this episode of Engaging Culture. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to season three, episode 25 of the Engaging Culture podcast. Pastor Brian here with Pastor Lance Hahn, who is box number three today, I believe. Hi Lance, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Pastor Brian. How are you doing? Hey, I'm, I am good and I'm excited for this conversation. We are also joined by box number two, Diane Pasqua. Diane, thanks for being with us today. I'm really excited to, excited to have you as part of the conversation. And last but not least, box number four, Josh Wiley. Josh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So so fun fact about Josh and I actually we have known each other for a very long time. We first met we we were in youth group together in high school and Josh was the cool guy with great hair and a big heart back then. And he remains a cool guy with great hair and a big heart now. So uh, way to go on the consistency there, Josh. No, thanks. <laughs> well, so we are, um, as I said in the, in the open, the, the two of you, Josh and Diane, you're part of a kind of a task force we're putting together here here at Bridgeway to help small businesses. Uh, and you yourselves uh, play a part in running businesses in our community. Can we, we'll start maybe with you, Diane, and then we'll go to Josh. Tell us a little bit about the businesses that you're a part of and, and what it is that you do.
1: Well, I'm honored that I've worked at Bridgeway for over 13 years, but um fe- feeling called to ministry and serving our community. Uh, about 10 years ago, I started a very small business teaching uh, Pilates and yoga. So I do that. Um, I'm hired to do that in businesses, in corporations, and in people's homes. And so my ministry there is to just identify people and create safe space to encourage movement, to discover their body, and age gracefully. So that's a little bit about uh, my side ministry other than working at Bridgeway.
2: Amen. Josh, how about you? So I work at Valara Building Systems. We do heating and air conditioning, plumbing and solar. Uh, I'm involved with our safety uh, training programs like our apprenticeship school and the quality standards. Um, I've also had some small businesses uh, that I've run in the past. Uh, uh, I have my contractor's license for HVAC uh, and had a, a renovation slash landlord business for a little bit. Uh, so I've experienced some of those up, running the business as well as being a part of a, a bigger team.
0: And a pretty pretty good range of different services and activities you've been involved in on that side of things. Lance, if you were to start your own small business of anything it could possibly be, the more ridiculous, the better, what sort of small business would you run? And no, I did not give him warning. I was going to ask this question. It just popped into my head a minute ago and I thought it would be fun. And you're muted, Lance. Unmute yourself, sir. Please.
3: I literally literally just told everyone else, make sure to unmute yourself. This is embarrassing. Uh, Okay. Uh, Yes, I would be doing both uh, an so here's the deal. I love small businesses and I have a million ideas for small businesses. And uh, one of them is drive through pizza by the slice. There you go. Drive- yep.
0: how, is, how has that not been done yet? I don't know. but they're, they're- It is
3: completely absurd. Everyone is waiting on me. I understand. I'm sorry to the public. <laughs> well, and how about you, Brian? The- the, how about me? Oh, I have no idea. I I am I am
0: um, not entrepreneurial, but I could be convinced to buy into to Pastor Lance's uh, drive-through pizza pizza minus slice idea. That might uh, might have something uh, something to it. I don't know something in communications or media that I don't know. But everything's already been done. Um, okay, so part of our conversation that we're we're wanting to have today is is talking about. Some of what Bridgeway is doing to support small businesses. The two of you, in conjunction with Pastor Paul and some others on our team, have started kind of this this task force. Can you explain a little bit about just the heart of what uh, what you're trying to do? Maybe Diane will start with you, and then and then go to Josh.
1: Sure. Um, we have partnered the Care and Compassion Department with our Connections team of just reaching out to our Bridgeway members, and that started weeks ago during this season when we would call our members and just ask how can we pray for them? How can we support them? Listening ears, um, hearts to pray, and just ways to engage deeper with the relationship since we're physically separated at this time. And a few of my conversations um, were just drawn to small business owners, Um, just needing prayer and support of next steps, financial concerns, heartbreaks, the how-to. Um, And that just led me, of course, to my heart of prayer, but then thinking of how we as a staff and community at Bridgeway can support them. And then obviously just reflecting on our year of community at Bridgeway and what we're learning in Ephesians. So I started to brainstorm with our senior leadership team of what are tangible ways that we can hear, respond, coach, and connect our small businesses to a deeper relationship, of course, with our Heavenly Father, but with one another and ultimately supported with our heart at Bridgeway to Create Community. And that's kind of the direction and the path that we're moving forward.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Josh, can you share a little bit about your heart for for this project?
2: Yeah, it actually st- – well, I mean, I've, I've always been uh, interested in both ministry and business, but um, – I happen to hear your guys' uh, podcast uh, kind of or I guess it was Facebook update on both the state of the church, and what was going on. And at the end, um, you guys said, man, through this really difficult uh, time with, with COVID-19, we know it's hard on small businesses uh, and we'd like to find some ways to to help. And I heard that and just felt uh, convicted that I got to offer up uh, whatever I can do to help um, small businesses at the at this time. I don't know exactly what that means at the, at that moment. Um, and so I reached out and got connected with uh, uh, Pastor Paul and he connected me uh, with Diane. And uh, we started that, that process of brainstorming. What are things that we can do uh, during this difficult time to try to help people just get through it? Um, obviously some things like uh, prayer uh, are easy ones that, that everyone needs. Um, but is there other connection points between small businesses that are, going through some of the same challenges are there, uh, what do I do about this, this, uh, HR situation with employees? And how do I help take care of them? Or what, what are the services that are available that the government's offering, but I don't understand this. Are other people going through the same thing? And, and it just, there is so much information out there right now. And it's just hard to sift through all of that and understand what can I do with this? My company has been dealing with the same thing. Like how do we handle all this stuff? And if there's any of that stuff I can pass on and help, other people and relieve some of that, that stress and, and, and uh, help their business survive when maybe otherwise without some of that support, it wouldn't uh, wanted wanted to, to get connected with those, those individuals and see what we could do to help.
0: That's awesome. I love, I love it. So, so one thing we're, we're doing is, is you all are hosting a webinar on Thursday uh, for, for small business owners to, to come together. And those that are interested can go to bridgeway.church forward slash business to register for the webinar. It's completely free. Uh, can can the two of you explain a little bit about what's gonna happen at that webinar, what the purpose of it is, and sort of what you're hoping to uh, to accomplish?
1: Go ahead, Josh, your turn. You start.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Um, so we, uh, we, the three of us, Paul and, and Diana and I uh, just kind of connected and said, what are the different things that we could do? And uh, Pastor Paul came up with a great list um, of just some, some options. Uh, and, and we were like, well, you know, we can't do all of these things. Um, what, what else, or which one should we focus on? Probably two or three of these that we could try to make sure we do really well. Uh, and so we said, well, why don't we ask, why don't we find out from uh, small business owners uh, out there at, at Bridgeway. What can we do to help of all of these options that we might have, whether it's, it's prayer, whether it's connecting with other small businesses, whether it's support services that you're trying to find who to connect with? Uh, you know, how can we help support you uh, with that? And so we wanted to get this together to say, here's some different options we could go down. What things might, if you could pick maybe one, what would be the most important thing that we could do to help you? And if you could help with one, what might be the one thing that as a small business owner, you might be able to help other uh, business owners as well? Diane touched on, you know, just the heart of, of this year with connection is how can we also connect small business owners together uh, to help each other with, with some similar challenges or needs or, or goals or desires of how to lead godly companies? Um, so we felt like this would, would provide an avenue for a lot of those different things.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. And once again, that's, that's bridgeway.church forward slash business to go ahead and register for that. It'll be an hour on Thursday at noon. And, and now I want to kind of pull back from the present moment here. And I want to talk a little bit about small business ownership and administration in general from a faith perspective. And maybe actually, Pastor Lance, maybe we'll start with you and get your perspective on this. And then we'll go to uh, Diane and then to Josh to to get kind of the specifics about how your faith informs your your approach to your your businesses, but uh, Pastor Lance, something you and I talk about all the time is just the idea that that ministry can be just about anything, right? And that small business owners in particular are that that they can have. A business and doing almost anything, and and that can be ministry. What are some ways, or or, or in what ways is small business ownership uh, ministry? In what ways is it participation in the kingdom of God?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a fantastic question, Pastor Brian. Um, the way that I kind of look at it is, everything that we do is an extension of who we are. I understand that some people get into small businesses due to a passion that they have for that particular industry. Other people get into small business because it is a way to make a living. And they would say, well, I actually make widgets for X and that's not exactly my passion, but it's what God has gifted me to do. I think whether it's your passion or not, if it is run by you, it is a part of you. That means we can never separate it from our identity in Christ. When you are running your business, you are running it as if Jesus was running your business, right? So that's going to involve certain realities such as um, integrity, uh, care and compassion. That's going to require things like honesty. Um, I think transparency. There's a bunch of uh, internal core values that are inserted because you're a Christian, and your business is an extension from you. It doesn't matter what you do, the core values still must reflect a biblical worldview. And so when we start living that way, and that extension comes from our, ha- our heart, through our hands, into our business, it then creates ministry emanating from our business, whether or not it is overt. So for example, let's say that um, something that uh, Josh does, Uh, when they would go out to service something, we've had a number of people come and service stuff at our house for a variety of appliances, right? And because our stuff breaks all the time, right? (laughs) And uh, it's not Josh stuff, just pointing that out. Anyway, uh, that when it breaks, that person coming into our home has an opportunity to either brighten the situation or darken the situation. They can either be a blessing or a curse. They can either leave uh, the aroma of Jesus in the room, or they can leave something that is frustration. So I'm just saying, no matter what your job is, we're all dealing with people in some way, shape, or form, and it needs to be uh, Jesusified. Yeah, that's not really a word, but I just made that up.
0: Jesusified, I, I, I love it, Diane. Da- can you maybe share with us a little bit about how does your how does your faith inform the way you approach your your business teaching Pilates?
1: Sure, Um, I truly believe God created us for relationship. Um, That was even affirmed as we listened to this past weekend's sermon of connection means effectiveness. So in that effectiveness, my first priority is obviously loving the Lord with all my heart, but also taking, as Pastor Lance said, that character and integrity that I'm living my own life and sharing that with others. For me being a little bit introverted, that confidence and identity of who I am in Christ just oozes out of my spirit. It has also become ministry and a small business. So there's passion and revenue there, but ultimately led by creating relationships to draw people in closer to Christ. And that effectiveness is not blurred, but it's married to complement my faith and then connecting with people and ultimately drawing them into the heart of Jesus. Sharing that same engagement and then making it full circle, whether that's to their neighbor, to somebody else, or just losing continually God's goodness out of their pores.
0: That's great. I love it. I mean, and, and creating those types of environments where people can be seen and known and connected and just do things that are helping them be healthy. That's all. That's 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 awesome. That's that's beautiful. Now, Josh, you and I were talking just this last weekend about kind of your own journey of kind of earlier in your life trying to decide if you were wanting to go into vocational ministry or you were wanting to go into business and, and just how God led you sort of into the business world and, and how your faith has really informed your approach to your business in some profound ways. Uh, can you share a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, you know, I, I, you touched early on that we've, uh, you know, we've known each other a, a, a while and uh, in high school and was involved in youth ministry and in college got involved and actually did an internship uh, and really tried to figure out, do I want to do ministry? Do I want to do business? I am passionate and interested in both. Um, and just started to realize those two things Lance touched on it earlier, aren't separate uh, that my uh, job, my work, uh, the, the way I lead people in the organization can absolutely be a ministry. Um, and it, it touches back to uh, the idea of preach always and speak only when necessary, that just the way you live your life, uh, can be that example for Christ. And then people will see things that are, uh, that are different. Um, and, uh, and so that was, that was, a, a just realizing, this is my opportunity. This is my ministry to other people that maybe would never choose to step foot in a church. Um, But they'll interact with me, whether it's through uh, a customer, whether it's a vendor who's uh, supplying us materials, whether it's an employee uh, on the team Uh, just throughout the time. I've had um, uh, a lot of, of opportunities to, to, that I didn't plan out that the Holy Spirit led to to witness and to share things with people, and and uh, it's been incredible. So I, I, I'm thankful that I went was able to go down that road.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I I, I love that, and I think, uh, like you said, I mean, in in your life as a as a business person, you have the opportunity to interact with people. You're right that aren't going to be as inclined to. To come to church and you have an opportunity to show the love of Jesus in your demeanor in your kindness towards them in the quality of your work. And all of that is all of that is outstanding and all of that is, is crucially, uh, crucially important. And I mean, I just I want to say this as an encouragement to and I know that you, Josh, and you, Diane, already know this, but the other small business owners that are listening that that's ministry that that's powerful and effective ministry and it's and its kingdom work. So we're, we're talking today with, with Josh Wiley and Diane Pasquale, local small business owners, talking about small businesses in the midst of kind of COVID-19 and everything happening there. We know that business owners are, are struggling in some ways and, and we want to be an encouragement. And in part of this conversation today, we're wanting to highlight just a webinar we're doing to support small business owners in the midst of COVID-19. And that's if you're listening live here on whatever day it is. Cinco de Mayo, Tuesday the 5th. It's on Thursday, May 7th, uh, 12 to 1. You can register for that at bridgeway.church forward slash business. I, I want to know, I want to maybe, we'll do kind of all three of you on, on, on this one as well, talking to you, Diane and Josh as small business owners. And then just you, Lance, as a, as a pastor and someone who engages with a lot of business owners. So we'll just go down the line, starting with Diane, then Lance, and then Josh. What are some ways that you have seen God work through your small business? And maybe Lance, for, for you, what are some ways you see God working in, through small businesses in our community and maybe small businesses uh, that are owned by or, 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 or where people work there that are part of the Bridgeway family? Uh, Diane, let's go ahead and start with you.
1: I want to talk um, just immediately of what's going on with the COVID-19 and how the Holy Spirit worked through me in this small business. And I immediately, as you guys know, I mentioned being an introvert, but I'm also not tech savvy and not super video friendly. And (laughs) I had numerous clients say, I still want to see you. I still want to see you. And I said, great. When the shelter in place is lifted, I will be right there, whether that's in your home or, you know, coming to your business, I will be right there. no. It was a now. And the Holy Spirit just tapped me and said, Diane, this is not about you. The leadership of my husband and the head of our household said, you need to get over yourself and you need to hear what these people need. And so the way the Lord worked was I was meant to be on video to affirm their new rhythms, to support their new rhythms of life, to create a new normal I was meant to create a safe space, again, going back to the Holy Spirit and Jesus living in me, that it's not about my comfort or what I feel confident in, but just an awareness, as Josh mentioned earlier, just being a great listener, connecting um, strategically, creating time and allowing to listen. And again, going back to identifying this isn't normal. But we're going to work through this together and I see you and I'm going to be here. And even through video, your heart, your passion for Jesus can ooze and connect and make business and God's just love and joy for us more relevant. So I'm in an overcoming place through this COVID-19 and I'm going to just stick with that because when we're live again, God's got a whole new rhythm and balance for how I'll minister and love people in a small business opportunity.
0: I love it. God's working in you to stretch you okay. in some new ways, and then working through you to bless your clients. That's that's beautiful, Lance. What are some ways you've seen God working through small business?
3: Um, so uh, here's the thing: you can listen to Diane and automatically pick up the Jesus ooze. Right? Um, the the minute she starts talking, you're automatically uh, lit aflame with hope and joy and. And then you shift over and you look at um, Josh. Josh's personality is way more reserved, right? And um, he has a super cool voice, but he's way reserved. Now, I've known Josh for a long time, and he is really close buddies with another friend of mine named Justin Colosi. So Justin owns a pool cleaning business. And then, of course, uh, Josh uh, is in the business that we referred to earlier. Nevertheless, they have also had side jobs that they have done together in terms of renovating and flipping houses and things like that. They've done that in the past. So I've been watching these two gentlemen, uh, for now a long, long time. Josh, how long have you been at Bridgeway? Oh, I think you're immune myself there since 2009, 2009. Okay. So that's a really, really long time. That's 11 years. So I've got to watch, Uh, Josh and Justin as two men that own two separate businesses as friends. They're the kind of guys that are both tent makers, which if you're not um, in the Christian circles, tent maker is kind of like Paul the apostle. He had a job during the day, and then he did ministry on his off time. So not only are they tent makers, but they make their jobs ministry. So I have watched them every time there was a need, I'd watch them pop up. I'd watch them use all of their training they received in their jobs and try to bless the church. I've watched them reach out to individuals and use their connections to connect other people. And so I have seen... Seen these men practically do more ministry through their uh, non-sanctioned jobs than many pastors have ever done in a church. So once again, I just want to encourage all of you small business owners, your pulpit looks different than mine. It is not inferior to mine. It's the exact same level. And I've really watched these guys uh, do that. I know Josh was never going to talk about that, so I thought I would talk about it <laughs> in front of him and about him. But uh, anyway, he's one of my favorite people, and so is Justin Kalosi.
0: Well, well, said, well said. And, uh, yes, you're probably right. Josh was not going to share that about himself, but it needed to be said. So I'm glad that you said it. But, Josh, can you share with us some ways that you've seen just seen God work in, in your business?
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's kind of crazy, you know, when I talked about just – You try to live each day the way you feel like Jesus calls you to. And uh, and a lot of times that's not through just overt preaching at fellow employees or uh, fellow uh, customers or things like that. Uh, But God works through that anyway. Um, Or I shouldn't say anyway, God works through that. And uh, uh, I've had uh, people would, would say, well, oh, yeah, Josh, he's that guy in construction that doesn't cuss. Right, and so they'd see like some of those things, like oh, he just is just just a little different. But I had two different individuals um, that at throughout uh, my career here that I've I've uh, supervised at different times um, that both th- went through, and I can't say real deep specifics, but both went through just life crushing moments, um, and neither one of them were believers, and uh, they both came to me, you know. Uh, ready to just, just big construction guys crying, just their life just torn asunder, under going, can you pray for me? Can you, uh, can you help me? Uh, what should I do? I, I'm not a counselor. I'm not, you know, there's, there's nothing special about I have made an offer like hey, anytime you need anything, just come by and, and I'll, I'm there for you. It's just that Jesus working through what you do and, and how you live your life and just trying to uh, abide in him that people see that and they go, there's something different. There's something I need there. And so I was able to, to pray for and connect them with, with churches in their area. Um, and, and just I still have a, a, a very close, even closer relationship with those individuals since then. Um, and I've seen people who've started to go to church because of that, uh, which is just incredible. Uh, and I had one other instance with, with a uh, employee that, that um, I've worked with for a long time as well. Um, and he had a situation where one of his family members was dealing with a, with a real tough legal situation, uh, potentially being separated from, from their, their family and just, just heavy, heavy challenges. And, and I, I just offered up, I'm no prayer master or warrior or anything like that, but I said, Hey, can I, can I be praying for you about this? Uh, and, and he's not a, a, necessarily a believer, not really opposed, but not definitely not connected Um, and uh, I said, well, yeah, yeah, that's great. I'll I'll take prayer. I mean, I'm I'm just, it's a tough situation. And, uh, you know, in that situation, God just, just made some, uh, major impacts. He had a judge who, uh, made a lot of modifications to how a sentencing would have been done. Uh, that was, that in fact, the prosecutor came and talked to this employee afterward about his family member said, In my 30 years as a prosecutor, I've never seen a judge do that before. Uh, To a situation where this person got connected with a ministry to help people with these type of legal challenges. uh, That was another church that suddenly this whole family is now going to this church. My employee being one of them uh, connected that this person wasn't taken uh, disconnected from their child. Just massive things that this is just it's it's these big things happen every once in a while, but it's through all the little things and the little ways that you just live out your faith through your work, through your job, through, through the way that, that God uses that. And uh, if you're willing and you hear that call and just, you ask that awkward question sometimes, can I, can I pray for you? Is that okay? Uh, you know, I, I know you might not be a believer, but I believe in this. I think it's, a, it's important to me. And it's, it's a way that I can show you that I, that I care and that, that you matter to me. And then I think it's meaningful and, and it has an impact. And then to see that happen, I was able to talk to him after and go, you know, prayer really works. And he's like, yeah, it does. It's just incredible.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, a, that's an amazing story. And, and I love what you said about the, the, it's the little moments, right? That, I mean, and this is true in so many arenas of life, right? Where, you if you show up for the little moments and you show up consistently, then you're going to be the sort of person that others rely upon in the big moments. Right. And and I know, you know, Josh, that's a high value for you and, and Diane as well. And, and I just think that's an important thing for all of us to uh, all of us to remember. You don't know what little moments are going to lead to a big moment. Right. So uh, so we keep showing up. We keep doing our jobs well. We keep doing our jobs with integrity and kindness and compassion. And and God uses that in profound and powerful, powerful ways. And I know Josh, you would agree that the reason you were able to be part of those big moments is because God was working through you as you kept showing up for those little moments. Right. Yep. Yeah. So turning the conversation a little bit more now to, to the present moment that we're in, obviously, uh, this is a weird time. Um, this is a time where we, nobody alive on the planet right now has 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 first person experience with what we're going through. And obviously, uh, this is affecting different sectors of societies, society in some profound ways. And that's part of why we have brought you on and, and wanted to highlight small businesses right now, because this is a, this is a time of, of significant impact for small businesses. I think for, for most of us who, who maybe aren't small business owners, but are just observing what's going on, some of the struggles that small businesses are facing are, are pretty obvious, like things like uh, the loss of revenue. Uh, can we go to josh and then and then diane you can comment on this as well what are maybe some of the less obvious things that are stressful or challenging for businesses right now
2: well depending upon you know if you have employees or not one of them is just knowing that you you feel this uh, i have this responsibility to these other people what's going to happen uh you know you talk a little bit about loss of revenue and, that, and there's a the short term of like oh does that how's that hit the the bottom line type thing, but really the, the big long-term impact is am I going to be able to keep these people employed? Their families are relying on what we're doing here as well. And I want to make sure that they have, uh, what they need. And so there's just that, that pressure of like, how do I, how would I deal with the situation? There's, there's a safety net right now that's available, but the scarier thing long-term is is what happens as we come out of this, what does this world look like? And, and what, uh, opportunities am I going to have to keep, uh, Maybe for some of the real small ones in my own career, if it's, if it's a, a single person small business uh, or, or the other individuals uh, that, that are relying on you. Um, and when is the right time? How do I keep my customers safe? Uh, how do I make them feel comfortable? Are they ever going to want to come back to, to my type of a business because they're afraid of, of what, what could happen? So there's, there's just so much with everyone here. This is so much uncertainty. Um, with everything that we're, that we're dealing with, but with a, with a business, you just feel this this greater depth of responsibility um, to, to how does this impact the, the employees that I have, the customers that rely upon my services, the vendors that supply some of the things that I use that that maybe they're not going to be able to stay in business. Those are all uh, you know, major, major concerns.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. D- Diane, what would you add to that? Or what maybe would you second from what Josh has shared?
1: agreeing with everything Josh josh said in my business the two the two specifics that are coming up right now of just really praying for some of these small business owners that are going to be reopening and again engaging with customers and clients is that with the fluid phasing shall we call it and who gets to open first one i just pray a spirit of humility and grace as as one is not right and one is not wrong meaning um They got to do first and I'm second or I'm in a waiting and holding pattern. So just uh, cohesiveness and teamwork as we not look right or left to judge, but just stay in our present moment of the client and the person and who we are and who God has called us to be and, and not worry about what phase in the timeline is and just humbly step into that forward momentum with a glass half full perspective. Secondly, it goes to like what Josh was talking about. How to reopen with safety and concerns, and what does that look like? In, in my business, it's very relational, that the identity and connection, the eye contact, maybe physical touch, or the nearness or the bending down to really connect with a person and a client. Well, how are we going to do that as we reopen, where, one, people feel safe, but also they feel connected? So there's those high-intensity cleaning matters that are going to be super important, but there's also going to be that physical distancing, and then, gloved or mask or how much, how little. And then again, how does the client feel? So there again, the fluidity is just lending to, I just pray that God will reveal and our spirit will just generally emulate the sincerity of when we reopen and how that's done, that we don't get too tied up in yes, there's safety and concerns, but but don't put that aside from the person that God has directly in front of us.
0: Yeah, man, that's it's and that's gosh, it's so easy to to lose sight of that in the midst of all of the other concerns that 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 kind of we're we're surrounded by right now. And I, I'm really glad that you that you shared that, Diane. I wanna um Lance, I want to ask you a question here. Um and and I'm gonna raise a this is a big question that we could we could talk forever about. And I don't I'm not gonna ask you to solve this for us because I don't I don't think it's a problem to be solved as much as it is a tension to be managed, but both Josh and Diane shared about sort of, and I'm just, I'm kind of putting words in their mouth here, but about sort of the stress of uncertainty and the stress of knowing that others, uh, namely employees and, and others are, are impacted by the decisions that, that you make. Can you give us any insight into how, how we can, I mean, I think for other small business owners or for supervisors out there who are trying to, who are carrying that weight and wrestling with those decisions, how can we sort of, Uh, take care of ourselves as we manage that tension? And how can we avoid letting that tension uh, become too overwhelming?
3: Yeah, I think um, (laughs) probably, I was just talking with someone about this last night. And it was the idea that in the uncertainty we're worried about so many different things and we're really worried about controlling outcomes. The problem is, is that we don't actually have control. Of outcomes. We live in a world where we pretend that we are controlling and shaping everything. So for example, uh, the fact that you have a business is actually because the Lord allowed you to have a business. Uh, It is not your brilliance that is keeping it afloat. It is the grace of God that is keeping it afloat. Um, If you're going through difficult times, that does not mean that you have failed. That does not mean that you have lost something of you. It means that it's very, very hard. Our businesses, in order to operate uh, in America, a lot of times there's a very small margin. And so any disruption in the system causes it to have difficulty. I think a lot of small businesses get nervous because they look out, like in Sacramento, if you're watching here in the Sacramento area, uh, the Italian restaurant downtown Biba just shut down after I believe it was 39 years Uh, they were kind of a, a, a fixture and people are saying, wait, 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 if I own a hair salon, and I can't get my business and they weren't able to survive. How are we supposed to survive? We're listening to all these bankruptcies and all these different things that are going on with these big companies and we're saying, but with my little company, how am I gonna be able to make it? And so what I was talking with someone last night about is I long to have the perspective of Abraham and Jesus. And what I mean by that is they seem to have this idea where God would say, hey, I need you to go somewhere. I'm not gonna give you all the details, I'm going to give you the resources you need for today, but I actually just need you to track with me every day. I'm going to give you new, fresh resources. And Jesus seemed to be in the zone in the moment, and he would kind of move as the Lord moved him, move him as the Holy Spirit moved him. And without getting so caught up in tomorrow, getting so caught up in what about down the road, getting so caught up in, right? So For example, just use a simple example, we are not aware of all the resources that God has for us. Um, For a long time, when this first hit, a bunch of small businesses were like, we got left out of unemployment and we are in danger. Well, then all of a sudden, one day on the news, they said, oh, they created a whole new stream of this pandemic allowance for small businesses to have unemployment. Um, And you go, well, that wasn't yesterday. You're right. It just got made up brand new. When you were looking a week ago, you were looking and saying, I'm never going to make it because I'm looking at my circumstances and they're not giving me an answer. But then the circumstances changed and an answer became available. All I'm trying to say is that when we live lives of faith and simplicity in the moment, we can release some of the weight that we carry on our backs of trying to do everything right. Your employees are not... Only on you, they're on Jesus.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's really good. I, as you're as you're sharing, it it kind of got me thinking about how I think on, on some level, what a lot of this has done is it's sort of broken the illusion of control that I think a lot of us of a lot of us live with. Uh, and and those words are chosen carefully. It's not breaking actual control because we never had that in the first place. But it's breaking the illusion of control. And and that's not to say that. That, that those who are owning businesses or those who are in supervisory positions, that that we don't have responsibility, that we are to take seriously and certainly a responsibility to our employees, but to recognize at the end of the day, we're called to live in the present moment the best we can and trust that God knows the future. And we didn't know the future before all this happened, <laughs> and we don't know the future now. Uh, so it certainly is important to, to recognize that. Um Thank you again to Josh and Diane for joining us today for this conversation about small businesses. Uh, We are, once again, just want to highlight small business webinar this Thursday, 12 to one, come and connect with fellow small business owners, bridgeway.church forward slash business is how you get signed up for that. And uh, Josh and Diane, you all have have worked with Pastor Paul and some others to to create a a list of some ways that us sort of non-business owners can support the small businesses in our community. I know that that's just something I think about in my little small town of Lincoln up here, wanting to figure out what are some ways I can support the businesses here and here in my community. Uh, what are some some of the ways that you have come up with, or ways that you would you would recommend that we sort of non business owners support businesses in our community? Maybe we'll start with you, Josh, and then Diane, and maybe we can even go back and forth, kind of taking turns sharing uh, sharing some different ways we can support small businesses.
2: Well, obviously I think the first one is, is just prayer through all of this. Um, you, know, you, you, you and Lance touched on some, some good perspective on managing that stress that I know all of these different uh, small business owners are, are dealing with to, to some level. Uh, and so if you have that conversation with any of them and they're saying those stresses, reminding them of, of that fact, but, but prayer for them um, if, you, you know, I don't want to tell you how to spend your money necessarily, but if you can afford to, and their business is allowed to work during this time, that you can partake of their their services is obviously going to to help them, especially if you have a choice between a big box store and a small business owner for some of the same uh, types of or, uh, services uh, that you can support uh, somebody that that you know. Uh, Pastor Paul had a really good idea that that I hadn't uh, thought of, of before, and that's if their business is not allowed to um, work at this time, but you know that at some point you're like, I, well, I always go to that person for this or that. I just can't right now, uh, is a gift certificate. And if I could buy a gift certificate for a product or service from them in the future, and I thought that was a great idea because that could get them some, some cash or some revenue now, and you'd still be able to go, uh, partake of that service or that product, uh, when they're able to open back up. Um, so those were some, some good ideas that, that I had seen. And then if you have a, uh, business that offers business to business services or products, and you're able to either donate some of your time, uh, and some of your knowledge, uh, to those people during, during this time that maybe normally you would have, uh, charged some of that for, uh, if you're able to donate some, some product, then maybe that wasn't easy, either isn't going to get sold or, uh, was, is going to go bad. Uh, things like that are, are all ways that, that you could could help if you know uh, some of those people that are involved in, in some of the industries or things that, that you do or the skills that you already have.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, Diane, what would you add to that? What are some other ways we can be supporting businesses around us?
1: Um, One thing I came up with uh, living in my neighborhood, you know, some people are blessed that this COVID crisis, they were still able to work. So they still had their salary coming in. So their stimulus check came and, Maybe during their free time, they already did all the projects around their house. And so what shall we spend our stimulus check on? Gosh, let's look for small business or let's let's look for who has a need and donate, donate that money, do a tangible repair to get that business up and running, help them with advertising or marketing with that stimulus check. You're going to just see the way the Lord blessed you and blessing someone tenfold to continue that uh revenue and, and lead time for their business to regroup and grow again. Um, another way, you know what I've loved about this time, the handwritten letters, notes of encouragement go a long way. Send those small business owners letters. Did you love the way their service or their young people took care of you? Did you appreciate the way that owner went the extra mile? Um, And just affirm, affirm, affirm and identify that you see them. And if you know a way that you can partner, I'm friends with so-and-so that owns a restaurant and I'm friends with so-and-so that specializes in desserts, by, by all means, connect. We're again about relationships. That's what God has called us to. So how can we connect and make that relationship with Christ more evident in our community to partner one another to network for the greater good of their business?
0: That's great. Uh, as we, we are, I mean, and, and, and I think what the, the heart behind what the two of you have shared that's so important is just to recognize there are lots of different ways we can be involved in supporting businesses in our community. And and some of that is, is as simple as financial, right? And that is supporting, uh, giving our business to, to those that, that need it and that depend on us uh, day in and, and day out. And then, you know, and we can pray and we can Provide mentorship, and we can uh, just advocate. We can use social media platforms to to let folks know about businesses that have that have served us well, and and and, and that we care about. Uh, there are a lot of ways that we can each play small part. No one person is going to solve the problems that small businesses are facing, but that's not to say that that each one of us can't play uh, play a small part. So, so I sure appreciate. Uh, the two of you coming on, and Lance, I can see you're waving at me. Is that because you have something to say, or just because you wanted to say hello?
3: Uh, I mostly wanted to just control you, but yes, <laughs> I do. I do actually have something to say. Well, um, I, I just wanted to add in a couple other mm-hmm. options on how we can bless small businesses. The first one is just merely intentionality. I don't, I don't personally think about small businesses in day to day activity. Just being intentional of saying they need help during this time will actually change your decisions. The second one is a lot of times what they can offer during this time is not the same quality or level that you're used to. And so you go, well, I'm not really into that. And so we hold off. Let me give you an example. So uh, my daughter is heavily involved in a company up in El Dorado Hills called El Dorado Music Theater. They do children's uh, theater and they're a massive uh, deal up here and they perform at the Harris Center. Well, they're really struggling because this shut down all of their shows and, they, and anything they did was theater productions and the theaters are not open. So they're really, really hurting. And so they said, hey, they let everybody know we're having a hard time. And then they said, here's what we are offering. Well, one of the things is they're offering a jazz dance class. But it's online. Now, jazz dance watching on video is really not awesome. (laughs) It is something you want to do online, right? And yet, our family said, you know what, it's not quite what we want. But in this time, we want to support them so much that we just want to do that class anyway, for my daughter, so that Uh, She can engage into, and that's like what, maybe an 80% of what she could have got if it was live, but that's all they can offer right now. So you end up supporting the business on what it can do right now and not always saying, well, I wish it was something better. They're doing their best. Uh, The other thing is keeping in touch with small businesses so that you can jump immediately when they open. So, cause sometimes they'll open and it's a little bit of crickets, right? So if you're in contact with them and they go, we're opening on this day and you go, you know what? I'm right there. I'm immediately on it. And then the last thing is use this time to create referrals for them because most small businesses operate on a referral basis. And so the more we can talk each other up, then that is a much better idea of saying when we open these names come to mind. Anyway, those are, that was all I wanted to share.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really good, and I love what you said about sort of just being being willing to accommodate that things aren't exactly as you want them to be, and, and and that there's there's a decrease in 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 the customer experience a little bit, right? When a lot of stuff is in home as opposed to in in studio or in theater or whatever, uh, but um, but it, nevertheless, there is that opportunity to. Uh, to, to bless them by, by sort of being willing to engage in that way and to recognize you can still participate in the service and till, still support the business. And, and as you were talking, Lance, one thing that just came to mind also that just uh, it reminded me of the conversation I had with Brett Dans, who's a grocery store worker. I think for all of us to recognize and listen, we're all stressed. I get that. All of us are a little bit on edge but to recognize the stress that I think business owners are are experiencing and just to have that little extra effort in us to how as customers can we be a blessing? How as customers can we be a little bit more patient? How can we tip a little bit better? How can we just try to be someone who's easing the burden and not creating more burden in this time? I would imagine the two small business owners we have on the line here uh, would agree that that would be appreciated. (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much to Josh and Diane for, for joining us today and for being part of this conversation and part of the task force uh, that is seeking to bless small businesses. Thank you, Pastor Lance, as always, for your wisdom on this matter. Again, if you're listening live or listening before Thursday the 7th, invite you to go to bridgeway.church forward slash business, register for the webinar that's from noon to one, and you're going to be blessed by that time together as you're able to network with other business owners, pray together, and uh, just see what see what God has for us as we move forward. So thank you to all of you for being part of it, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Engaging. Culture. Thursday. Bye-bye, everyone.
1: Thank you for listening to Engaging Culture, a podcast by Bridgeway Christian Church. If you enjoyed the show, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Music is used under the Creative Commons license and is provided by Dexter Britton.